0: What is green? Apart from a color, obviously. It's the most important word in the world because it's at the heart of the battle to finance climate action. We need to understand what's really good for the environment and what's really going to slow climate change so that we can find the money to pay for it. If it's truly green, then it's going to help save humanity. And you'll find out what it is here with our Dictionary of Green Finance. I'm Matt, and this is Climate Solutions from the European Investment Bank. The Secret Economic Life of Bees A story about the economic value of pollination. Glossary, biodiversity, ecosystem services. Nature is an adaptable system. It has evolved and changed, modified by human intervention and natural disasters. But we mustn't take that adaptability for granted. What we consume and burn feeds a blanket around the planet. It seeps into the oceans and pervades our own bodies and every other living thing. We have severed many of nature's living connections and cycles. Our economic progress has been accompanied by a reckless disregard for the cost to our world. We have a chance to build a new connection between biodiversity and our well-being. Some people say we face a choice between innovative, thriving human communities or saving the natural world. Well, that's not true. When we invest in and maintain our biodiversity, we expand our way of thinking about economics. Biodiversity is our natural infrastructure. It's just as important to economic development in the decades ahead as the infrastructure we build with concrete, steel, and fiber optic cables. Nature's own builders create their habitats and pave the way for other life, including ours. These are the ecosystem engineers. Let's have a look at how they work in natural landscapes, species such as large herbivores, beavers, wild boars, create shifting mosaics of open and dense vegetation. They shape rivers and work the soil. They engineer environments for other plants and animals who also play an important role in soil regeneration and the recycling of nutrients. Predators have a special place in this story. They influence the behavior of herbivores and control their populations. That's important because otherwise they'd strip away too much vegetation. In today's landscapes, these ancient behaviors and relationships can be difficult to observe. Many species exist on the fringes of their original habitats because wilderness is disappearing. Soils are the digestive system of plants. They store more carbon than the atmosphere. Healthy soil sustains a resilient cover of vegetation, a cooling engine, a vertical transport of water and heat. Soil carbon is sequestered by plants, fungi, and tiny creatures over decades, even over centuries. The physical and chemical properties of water make the oceans the Earth's main sink and conveyor of heat and carbon dioxide. But life in the oceans plays a critical role. Plankton, for example, produce half the world's oxygen and sequester carbon as they die off into the deep. They are also the basis for a food web that extends up rivers to birds and animals on land, thus returning all those nutrients. Whales. They are hunted to small numbers, but whales play an important role in recycling and redistributing nutrients in the Earth's climate because they help fertilize the plankton. This natural infrastructure is being eroded because of insufficient protection. This makes the impact of human greenhouse gas emissions worse because it releases stored carbon and prevents natural processes from reabsorbing it. Once these natural connections are broken, it might not be possible to replace them. Think about what we stand to lose in the near future if we don't act now. A good example is the pollination of crops that's essential to the fruits and vegetables grown across the world. We need healthy, stable populations of pollinator species to ensure food supply and adequate nutrition for a growing population, or else we face the costs of disrupting the food system. Globally, crop pollination contributes the equivalent of €150 billion every year. That's a real, tangible value created by native biodiversity with very low costs. So next time somebody says, why should we protect nature? It's more important to support jobs and growth in our economy You can tell them that pollinators like bees contribute more to the world economy each year than most countries. There are only 50 countries in the world with a GDP bigger than those tiny little crop pollinators. But alarmingly, pollinator populations are in severe decline. So what we've just introduced is the idea that nature is a contributor to our economic systems. Let's dig a bit deeper into that idea we can attempt to capture the combined value the world's ecosystems provide to the economy, something called ecosystem services. It's estimated that they contribute $125 trillion to $140 trillion a year. That's seven times the GDP of the United States. But the complexity of ecosystems means that we don't always understand which threads in nature's tapestry are the most important for the whole picture, and we don't understand the full consequences of losing them. In its landmark 2019 report, the International Science Policy Platform on Biodiversity and Ecosystems said that one million species are in imminent danger of being lost. The consequences for mankind of such a disruption of nature will be severe. Loss of diversity is already occurring within species through decreasing genetic variation, including in staple foods for humans, making food systems less naturally resilient to disease and climate change. The greatest pressure on nature and its biodiversity today are land use change, a growing population and inefficient resource use and distribution. Climate change is going to play a a bigger role in these pressures on nature in the coming decades. It's going to be a major driver of extinction because temperature changes are a danger to ecosystems around the world. We also mentioned land degradation. It's a big problem. 23% of our land is experiencing reduced productivity, and this percentage is increasing. But what is it? Intensive exploitation of soil has created high agricultural yield, but it is changing the deep structure and life of the soil. It's also releasing carbon back into the atmosphere. The result is often an erosion of the capacity of soils to absorb and retain water, reducing its ability to buffer drought and flooding, clearing woodlands and poor livestock management have also set in motion a chain of degradation and the erosion of topsoil. But wait, there's more. Intentional clearing of natural forests and more frequent fires releases vast amounts of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. The protection of existing forests and planting new ones are essential to halt rising atmospheric CO2. let's go back to the idea that protecting nature is somehow at odds with the interests of business and the economy commercial forestry can support sustainable landscapes and foster rural economic growth and employment for example the biomass from forests is an important renewable fuel resource global demand for wood renewable fiber and other forest products is growing This demand is driven primarily by biodegradable packaging, soft tissue products, and renewable energy. Wood is also central to meeting the demand for innovations such as construction materials that can store carbon and replace those that require a lot of energy to produce. In the EU, forests and other wooded areas account for over 40% of the land. In recent decades, afforestation has increased this area by about 0.4% a year. The actual volume of the EU's forests is also rising. Only 60% of the annual forest growth is harvested. With government programs, large-scale and rapid afforestation is possible. But we need to act faster. You also need to act fast to subscribe to Climate Solutions so you miss no episodes at all. And certainly not the next episode, The Big Blue, a story about how blue can be green. I hope we're not confusing you with all these colors. Thank you for listening to Climate Solutions from the European Investment Bank, the EU Climate Bank.